Anne Pettifer of the New Economics Foundation. Thank you very much for talking to Judge Business School podcast series today on green business. You lectured and talked about today the Green New Deal. Can you just tell us a little bit about what the Green New Deal is? The Green New Deal is an attempt to integrate thinking on finance and economics together with thinking about um, peak oil, the issues of energy and, and the threat of climate change and to integrate the way in which we approach this. It's also an attempt to bring together different strands of society, the green movement, the labour movement, but also industry, uh, people that work in, in, in the productive sector. Um, and in particular, because we're so concerned about the role of the finance sector in, in, in uh, making life difficult for all of us in raising the funds and paying for the investment that's needed to tackle climate change, uh, peak oil and indeed the financial crisis. Because you talked about us having lived in an age of easy money, easy yes. consumption and easy debt and yes. it's no wonder we landed where we are now. Exactly. I mean, what, what, what we argue is that uh, through the period of liberalisation... Um, money credit became easy to get hold of and that fueled consumption and that and consumption in turn fueled emissions and we believe it's really important to integrate that thinking to understand that there's something that there's a link between high rates of emissions and easy easy credit easy money so where do you see us moving to in the future a world where in fact we may have more unemployment where you know people suffer more instability in their lifestyles globally than they've ever done before how do you see that we can reconstitute society globally now well i think for us um, to put it very uh, to put it very generally we think that the first step that we'll have to take is to manage and regulate and subordinate finance to the interests of the community as a whole and also to the interests of the ecosystem. We've just lived through a period where finance was dominant in the economy. We're now going to have to live through a period, we're now going to have to live through a new era in which finance is going to be servant to the economy, not master. I think that for us is the first step that will need to be taken. And then we're going to have to, having managed to mobilise the finance, the resources needed, we're then going to invest... And we must, of course, invest in everything that's so obviously needed, retrofitting our houses to make them, to insulate them, uh, investing in alternative energy sources and, and all of the things that are needed to enable us to, to tackle climate change, lower emissions and restore the world to some sort of um, ecological stability. You talked about the need to transform our taxation system, not necessarily to nationalise the banks. Yes, no, exactly. I, I mean, we think that it's important that finance becomes servant but not slave of the economy. And once we, once we regulate finance, uh, it'll become more easily available, as it was, for example, during the Second World War, when we need an awful lot of money to finance the war, and we got it at very low rates of interest, and that was because of the framework we set up then. Um, in addition to which, uh, we feel strongly that something must be done about tax havens and about mobilising the resources that, tax, uh, that, that companies and individuals and households generate um, so that they are available to governments for use in investment uh, in, in green and clean technology. And that's going to mean that we are going to do something about the way in which uh, corporations have used taxes uh, or tax havens to avoid and to evade taxation. But you also said you were an optimist. Yes. You, you were very upbeat in your lecture today. Yes. You said this is not the end of the world or the planet as we know it. Yes. Do you think that we can create a global, sustainable, green world? 
We're extremely hopeful and optimistic. We think this, pre- this, this situation presents us with enormous opportunities. I mean, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm now in my early 60s, and I suddenly can see that all kinds of opportunities are, are opening up, opportunities for new ideas, opportunities for new ways of doing things, opportunities for transforming our world. In the last 20 years, I've, I saw no such opportunity. We seem to be fixed. We seem to be stuck on a, a terribly rigid ice flow and not able to think about new ways of, of, of being, um, uh, as opposed to new ways of having. We've spent, as uh, someone said in the lecture, we've, we've been preoccupied with new ways of having, and now we can move into a world of new ways of being. And I find that extraordinarily exciting and optimistic. Yes, so it's a door opening, the global recession, not a door closing. Absolutely, and what we've found at the New Economics Foundation is that when people uh, transform their lives in a way that's necessary for us to be sustainable, their lives become simpler, they live uh, with a greater sense of community, and... They, they become happier. Their well-being improves. What we've seen in the last two decades is that in the rich countries, we've got richer but not happier. Um, so, so, you know, we've got happiness to look forward to, which is wonderful. But, but is that idealistic? Surely, you know, if you're scraping a living, if you're some of these people in the emerging economies uh, where there won't be work anymore because there won't be markets anymore because consumerism is, is waning, actually that's not a good position to be in. Do you think that we can make this a better world globally working together with people in all countries? Absolutely. I mean, I, you see, I, I think a lot of people in poor countries who live a simpler life actually are far happier than we are and far more sustainable than we are. Um, but I'm, I'm, I don't want to delude myself that without all the privileges we have that they, are as, that they enjoy our kind of uh, satisfaction, levels of satisfaction. But, but yes, I think it's quite possible. Um, I think what will be different about this coming new era is the fact that we'll work together, th- that I hope that our world leaders will begin an era of cooperation and coordination, whereas we've just lived through an era where leaders refused to cooperate and coordinate, where we didn't join together with China and India and Africa to, to build a new world. Now we have an opportunity to do that, and I'm not idealistic. We've done that before. We did that post-war when we set up the Bread and Woods framework. We knew we had to cooperate then, and we did, and we did it very well for 30 years, and we were all, we had extraordinarily, uh, extraordinary rates of growth and prosperity then. So we can, I'm very confident, and it's not idealism, it's genuine optimism, optimism, knowing what I know about human behavior and what I know about human possibility. Thank you very much indeed, Anne Pettifor of the New Economics Foundation for talking to Judge Business School podcast series today on green business. Thank you.